Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. Some started right and are finishing wrong, but let us be sure to finish strong. 1 Samuel chapter 10 Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on Saul's head and kissed him, saying, Has not the Lord anointed you? leader over his inheritance when you leave me today you will meet two men near rachel's tomb at zelza on the border of benjamin they will say to you the donkeys you set out to look for have been as have been found and now your father has stopped thinking about them and is worried about you he is asking what shall i do about my son then you will go on from there until you reach the great tree of tabor Three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you there. One will be carrying three young goats, another three loaves of bread, and another a skin of wine. They will greet you and offer you two loaves of bread, which you will accept from them. After that you will go to Gibeah of God, and there is a Philistine outpost. As you approach the town, you will meet a procession of prophets coming down from the high place with lyres, tambourines, flutes, and harps being played before them, and they will be prophesying. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you in power, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be changed into a different person. Once these signs are fulfilled, do whatever your hand finds to do, for God is with you. Go down ahead of me to Gilgal. I will surely come down to sacrifice burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, but you must wait seven days until I come to you and tell you what you are to do. As Saul turned to leave, God changed Saul's heart, and all these signs were fulfilled that day. 1 Samuel 10 verses 1 through 9 Saul, the son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin, was a total failure. King Saul was a big disappointment. He was a disappointment both to God and to man. He started out well, but he finished wrong. He started out as a changed man, a spirit-transformed man, but he ended up a child of the devil. He started out in humility, but pride eventually took control. He started out on the right, on the right path, but took a wrong turn. Self-deceived and proud, he never humbled himself and repented. And self-deceived and proud, he never humbled himself and repented so he could get it right. He destroyed himself. He recognized that God had chosen another to replace him. God had chosen a man after his own heart, David, to be king over his people. And Saul sought desperately to destroy him and to prevent God's will from becoming a reality. Fast forward a couple hundred years and we come to Saul of Tarsus. He too was of the tribe of Benjamin, named after Israel's first king. A very brilliant and promising young man, a Pharisee of Pharisees, trained by the honored Gamaliel, zealous and powerful. He too was convinced he was doing the right thing, but was completely wrong. He was filled with passion for the right, but his right was wrong. He, like his namesake, was working hard to prevent God's will from becoming a reality. 
King Saul was preventing the setting up of the, of the Davidic, king, Davidic kingdom of God. Saul of Tarsus was, was preventing the establishing of the kingdom of the son of David, the Christ, the, Christ, the Messiah. But thank God, his end was not like that of King Saul. He was willing to humble himself and accept his error. He was willing to turn when Jesus appeared to him and showed him his error. Acts chapter 9 Meanwhile, Saul was breathing out murderous threats against God's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. Acts 9 verse 1 to 8. And this is reminiscent of a time when Saul was asleep one night as he was hunting David, that is King Saul. And while he was asleep, David sneaked into the camp and cut off a piece of Saul's garment. And then he went at some distance and he shouted out, wake up Saul and, and call out to him why are you trying to kill me I could have killed you you know similar here Saul is Saul of Tarsus was persecuting God's people and Jesus the son of David called out to him you know but because Saul of Tarsus was, was repentant and humble God was able to transform him and work mightily through him King Saul started out right but he finished dismally wrong. Saul of, start, Saul of Tarsus started out passionately wrong, but he ended up right and strong. What made the difference between these two men? One started right and ended up wrong. The other started wrong and ended up right. What made the difference? King Saul started out on the right foot, spirit-filled and transformed, but he did not continue the way he started. He allowed pride and selfishness to take over, and he made a mess of himself and of his kingdom. Saul of Tarsus, however, started out wrong, but he had a genuine motivation and zeal to do God's will. He thought he was right, but he was willing to change when his error was revealed to him. What about us, brothers and sisters? What about us? Are we like King Saul or are we like Saul of Tarsus? Are we being moved by our pride or are we humbly accepting the will of God? Are we willing to accept when we are wrong or are we always trying to justify ourselves in the wrong? Are we headed for destruction or are we on the path to life and peace? Saul of Tarsus eventually became to be known as the apostle to the Gentiles. He also came to be known as Paul. The name Saul means desired and the name Paul means little, small. 
it is believed by some scholars that the name Paul is a that the, that the name Paul is a Greek word that rhymes with the Hebrew name Saul. They first started to call him that in a mocking reference to his stature. But in humility, Saul accepted the name because he wanted only Jesus to be loved and desired. He saw himself as being very small, but trusting in God's amazing grace. How is it with you, my brothers and sisters? How is it with you? Loving Lord and Father, please help us to be humble. Give us the humility, true humility. For your word, your will is for us to love justice, love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Help us to be humble so that we can truly walk with you. Forgive us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters.